You're listening to a very moody sports show brought to you by Moody and Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478 4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page on YouTube. Thanks for the support. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. And this is Zach Whittington. And uh, welcome back, audience. Or welcome back, Dan and Zach. I I think it's us. I think it's welcome back us. Audience has definitely been waiting for us, Zach. They didn't go anywhere. They've been sitting on the edge of their seats the entire six weeks we took a break. A Can we time. call it a summer vacation? Would they believe it? Yeah, school's almost back in session. School's so. on, we're here to dish some knowledge, school's in session. Kids. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mean it like that, but school is literally back <laughs> almost in session. I think teachers go back in like a week or two, and then students are a week after, but... uh. We definitely took a summer vacay. A little, little breather, a little summer vacay. I did go to the beach. How was the beach? It was hot. It's been hot everywhere. I literally can't escape the heat at this point. It it's been hot. miserable. It was hot. I, I can tell I'm getting older because I only I I almost got drunk one time on a seven day trip. A younger Zach would have been a uh, set and sail with Admiral Nelson for like days at a time. So. Yeah, I was about to say that's definitely. Well, it's like man, at this point, if I'm going on vacation. I really do have to like take advantage of that time to recover because otherwise my vacation just becomes a, more exhausting than my regular life. Honestly, uh, can't do it anymore. I was uh, I was planning on joining the military, so I was actually working out to lose weight on vacation. I played basketball every day. I found a nearby church. I rented a golf cart. First off, first time I've ever done that in my life. Genius, I bet. <sighs> wow, <laughs> wow, it was great, and uh, I would uh drive the golf cart around i so i was looking for basketball courts right and uh i searched parks and stuff i get there they have tennis courts they have kitty slides no basketball courts i'm like what world am i living in that there's no basketball court at the beach had an epiphany i'm gonna look up a church nearby the first baptist church had a basketball court and each backboard said jesus loves you in big red letters on the, the backboard of uh both baskets but uh First thing I get there, somebody parked their car on the court. On the court. <laughs> One of the baskets completely out of commission because someone decided, you know, this is a good parking spot. Tailgate. It was Sunday morning during church when I showed up to play basketball. <laughs> though. Um, but uh, I did uh, get some hoops in. It was good. Lost some weight. Uh, did what I was supposed to. Bad news. You know, updates you know, on life here. You, you know, being an athlete, you, you, you take a risk every time you suit up, regardless of the sport. But, uh. The old ACL gave out on me again, Dan. So Regardless of if you're getting paid for it or not, and, taking uh, the risk. And I was not getting paid for it. I'm actually going to pay to get my ACL fixed. <laughs> but uh, this will be the second time around the block. You know, just uh, no big deal. Did it, did it before. I'll do it again. Hopefully not do it again. And <laughs> we'll go from there. Maybe it's time to slow down on the athletic ventures. Zach, I'm so sorry. I hate to hear that, man. I really do. My heart goes out to you. Buddy. Oh, it's fine. I just have a little bit of the Zion syndrome. I'm out there on the court weighing 270, 280. Can't be doing I don't dunk like Zion, but I'll lay it up just like the man. I will lay that crap kiss off up. the glass. Kiss off the glass. I can probably shoot comparable to Zion, if not better. Uh, but, uh, yeah, second time now in my life I've torn my ACL playing basketball. So maybe it might just be time to fully devote to the old white ball. Hang up the sneakers. 
My brother yeah. told me that earlier today, too. Maybe you have to hang up the sneakers. It does suck because basketball is my favorite sport to play. Pretty sure I've been on the record saying football practice always sucks, especially offensive linemen. Always suck. Lacrosse practice, semi-fun, sucked because I'm a big guy running around. You run around a comparable amount to soccer in a lacrosse game. Basketball practice, I would go to a basketball practice right now. I would, uh, I would, I mean, not right, <laughs> not now. right now. I would, I would watch, I suppose. But um, most fun I've ever had practicing for any sport was uh, playing basketball. Sad that it comes back to bite you like that. But um, yeah, man, maybe this is the start to a very successful golf career for me. Golf career, hey man. I mean, you came out to the disc golf course with us like a week or so ago. So like, that was a good time. You know, perhaps we pick up a little disc to go a little disc golf with you. Oh yeah. Um. Well, Zach, I, I I'm so sorry, man. Somber start to the speedy uh, recovery vacay pod. Uh, I assume the audience is right there with me on the speedy recovery, my guy. And uh, you know, we, you know, maybe dedicating some time to this now we're going we're gonna be on the pod we've, we're gonna be grinding the pod now yeah because i'm not gonna life. be going anywhere so, so uh, uh you know it's funny last time around i think it was senior year of high school um gta 5 had just come out oh, so uh everybody was in school i was at home on uh opioids <laughs> is that what you call like yep. a high-powered painkiller yep. So I only do it for like two days. I really am not one to even finish my prescription of opioids. But uh, I was playing GTA 5. I beat that story mode in like four days, man. Well, everybody's at school. I was uh, going hard uh, on the story mode. And I finished before everybody else, so I didn't know what to do on the final mission. And I decided to kill Michael. Wait. Yeah, I think it was Michael. I decided to kill Michael because I thought Trevor would kill me if I decided to kill Trevor. And I didn't want to kill Franklin, so I decided to kill Michael. And uh, little did I know, the death wish saved everybody. So I uh, lost Michael forever after that in my story mode. See, I don't remember killing. I don't think I killed anybody. Because you had the three the options. Story. You know how you had the little the little connect four circle yep. thing in the bottom where everybody's face? Michael was to the left, Trevor was straight up, and uh, Franklin was to the right. And then your option straight down was death wish with a skull and crossbones. And I was like, well, I don't want to kill Franklin. So I'm gonna kill Michael. See, yeah, I, I don't think I killed. I can't. Everybody else did Death so Wish. Good, I though. killed Michael. The Death Wish, because in my head I was like, I don't want really want to like choose who I'm killing. So I think I did go Death Wish because like it's just gonna kill them all. Nope, nope. It killed nobody. Everybody killed nobody. Very solid. I gotta play with. Frank. I use Franklin all the time just because of the little the driving driving yeah, ability. Of very cool. Um, but yeah, GTA Five, great stuff. Uh, so. They're still selling it. <laughs> still sell it dude. So they're still making people buy new copies of it when they make. A new Don't worry, system. I'll buy Skyrim one or two more times. <laughs> I'll buy Skyrim one every or two more single times. System they make it. I'll buy um, multiple times on the same system. <laughs> I have three copies of it right now, but uh, no, I. <laughs> so Zach, I'm oh, sorry to hear that. I'm glad you had a good time at the beach. The beach sounded like fun. I wish I had been able to make it down. I thought about trying to get down there, but. It was hot. It was uh, not, didn't fit in the plans. Um, what I have been doing those past six weeks is realizing mm. I'm way in over my head for this tournament that I've signed up for, disc golf tournament. You're only, like, you're what, like two weeks out? Two weeks out, next, nah, a week from Sunday, actually. So, you know, it's coming right around the corner, and I've not played great, but at the same time, I've played 
some good rounds in between, not at actual Tiger River, but the rounds at Century Park and stuff have gone well, but it's been fine. Have we did get to I did get to play one of the probably coolest, coolest courses I've ever seen in my life. Uh, went in out, Statesboro? Uh, well, Statesboro, we went and played, me and Andy did, and then we on the way back from Statesboro for a Triumph game, which, by the way, definitely shout-out talking Triumph here in a few minutes because the Triumph boys are leading the top pack. Um, but, yeah, on the way back from a Triumph game in Statesboro, we went to the Tormenta game a couple weeks ago. Uh, we stopped at the International Disc Golf Center, and that is in Appling, Georgia, near Augusta. And that is, uh, it's a, it's a small area that they've dedicated disc golf, uh, multiple disc golf courses in a state park. And one of the courses that me and Andy actually played, played 14 holes of the 18. Uh, why didn't you do the last four? Because the 14th hole walked right up to the parking lot or 13th (laughs) walked up to the parking lot. And we, that was, a at that point. In the past total of 24 hours, I think we had played 60 something holes of disc golf. So we Not were like, enough. so we were like, <laughs> you know, the parking lot's right there. And we just stopped. But we played the Champions Cup course where they play literally one of the majors for uh, the, PG, the PDGA Pro Tour. So very cool. Got to do that. And then this past weekend, went up to North Cove Disc Golf Course, Marianne, North Carolina old golf course that they have renovated into three like super pristine nice golf disc golf course and uh it's very cool spot man $15 for a day pass it was very fun oh wow um paid so, paid, paid disc, yeah paid disc. disc golf man and uh so and like there was actually one of the courses we didn't play the court this course but one of the courses you could rent golf carts for because it's like nine thousand feet so uh Get the golf carts next time we I go back. I would be drunk playing this golf. Oh, yeah, golf. God, that's, that's the plan, <laughs> man. And so, yeah, it was a great time, though. Uh, I'm really happy I got to go do a couple courses and stuff like that. Uh, definitely going back out to some of those at some point. But uh, We played, what was it, Dolly Cooper? We played Dolly Cooper, Cooper Park. That was cool. Course. Very cool course. That's one of the newer ones. You know there's course. a river? Yep, there's a river out there. I don't know. I heard. <laughs> just, just, I heard just there's gonna a river. let you know there's a river out there. I don't know what people do down the river. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> small joke for Andy. Um, so, but yeah, no. Uh, Ty- Dolly Cooper's cool. Um, I I drove past Easley High School and I saw Easley High School has a. Uh, is it a full course? course? Yeah, because I saw uh, what's it called? Is it a basket? Yep. That's the technical the goal term? basket, whatever. You oh, want so it's it. interchangeable here. Whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's disc goalkeeper, goalie, you know, guy, what a, guy in the goal. It's uh. Anyways, I saw that and I was like, ooh, maybe we could check that out one day. I don't know if it's any good or worth For playing, sure. but uh, I've, I've read a little bit on it. I think it's well, pretty well taken care of overall. But you it's know. on a school ground, hey, so man, they cut the grass. So. I'm gonna go out there and sling a disc and probably hit a tree. So that's the plan most of the time. But yeah. yeah. Coming up on the Tiger River Tussle, I'm pretty excited, a little nervous. So what's your handicap? <laughs> Is that a calculation? I mean, yeah, yet? like, I don't calculate it. You've been, you've been shooting under or you've been shooting over? No, I've been shooting over. Like how much over? Like, like one to five? Five to ten. To Woo! So, I mean, we got some work to do, and I definitely... So, and here's another problem is for the longest time before I had signed up for like being in the PDGA, like member and trying to play in tournaments, I was out there. We were playing disc golf, man. We were casual. I'm not counting no OBs. 
I'm not worried about it's getting anything. to you, huh? Now it's like, man, I'm having to play, and you know, it's not a problem. Like I can figure it out, but like now you add that extra layer of thought process, and now I have the extra layer of uh, this is gonna be other people competing. There's definitely a little more of a mental game. I think my maybe getting to me. The nerves. So the nerves are there, but you know, same time, I'm gonna get the morning around uh, by myself because Andy is going to be doing stuff after his brother's wedding so I will I'll come hang out in the gallery doing it. Uh, and then Andy said he's going to caddy for me in the afternoon round so but yeah I'll, uh, we'll see how it goes I I have realistic expectations for me, myself and like I definitely don't think I'm going to go out there and win and you may I surprise really, yourself I really just want to be able to be like yeah I you know had some good holes I put some good shots out there and uh Get the first one behind you. That's exactly. what. Like I'm super apprehensive about doing a jiu-jitsu tournament because one, I'm not that competitive. Second, don't want to lose. But um, everyone's like, just get the first one behind you, and uh, it'll it it'll, from there. it'll be there. I mean, you won't be so nerve wracked each other time you decide to go do something. If you do decide to participate in another tournament after this, which you probably should push yourself. I mean, your game's just gonna get better. But um. Yeah, man, super exciting. Clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. We got to get a more practice round. Clock's then. ticking. We need some birds need on the some cards. birdies for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much life update. Everything else about the same, you know, doing the same old, same old. Zach, how's the motorcycle? I didn't want to ask you about this. How's the motorcycle? I'm so sorry. Clearly, it's not the mo- best time for a motorcycle. I went. So, <laughs> compounding things there. <laughs> I'm probably going to have knee surgery and not be able to ride my motorcycle. It's in the shop, so I get oh. a, I'm getting a, I, I dropped it on the trailer when i brought it home from the shop last time because the kickstand went down so i took it back i got a new exhaust pipes got a getting the tank painted and i got new decals going on i got a seat coming in the mail all of that it's going great maintenance customization going fine you know it's not going fine getting the mofo registered in my name so i was at the dmv today got shut down again so uh without going way too into it the guy i bought it from bought it from his boss who passed away the guy i bought it from should have registered the bike and put it in his name and we wouldn't be dealing with any of this but he kept an open title and it's been like seven years and the 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 name on the front of the title is someone who is deceased and his wife signed the back of it and i have the supporting documentation which would be just fine but the supporting documentation expired seven years ago and the estate of the guy who passed is closed so now i have to get the lady who sold the bike to the guy I bought it from to reopen the estate of her dead husband to get to where I can get the paperwork to register the bike to ride it legally. So what is it? A mess. Uh, that sounds like a hot mess. <laughs> who so, doesn't love a little bureaucratic paper or paperwork? Dude, it's so there, I am a very patient person. I am passive. I don't cause conflict. I resolve conflict. I do not lose my temper at all. I dropped three F-bombs today when I was told at the DMV. The supporting paperwork, which I was told last time to bring, would get me by. Did not get you by. (laughs) And then, insult to injury. The lady, it shuts me down. I walk out the wrong door. We've already prefaced my ACL's torn, so I'm hobbling around the building to get to my truck because I didn't walk out the door right beside my truck because I was flustered. And who's smoking a cig, leaning up against the building right beside my truck, the DMV lady who just shut me down 10 seconds ago. So, man, oh, man, I'm glad I'm in a good mood, <laughs> all things considering. But, uh, yeah, the motorcycle's an ordeal. So, I, we'll get it done, though. It's just 
it really is on the guy that sold it to me to take care of stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to ride. It's just been in the shop for like three weeks. I might get a call this week about it. But really, not really concerned about much until I get my knee fixed. I feel you, man. Mm. All right, Zach. Personal updates. We're done. Yeah, let's not talk it. about any extremities. No more for the extremities. Rest of the pod. No more arms, legs, knees, elbows, any of it. Or motorcycle registration. Or motorcycle registration. <laughs> yeah, okay. Besides that, we're, we're going to talk. <laughs> besides all those issues, doing Daniel, just fine. Daniel, a deep, dark, pit of scared <laughs> worriedness. <laughs> this is no big. Anyways, we're fine. Um, I'm literally falling apart Zach physically. Falling <laughs> apart. Me on the ground currently in my living room. <laughs> Not good. Um, Zach, tell you who's doing great. The Braves, Greenville Triumph, oh, Braves, and the Braves. Greenville <laughs> Triumph, Braves, and Bravos. We are a happy pod right now as far as sports. I'll tell you that. Don't <laughs> forget as well. The dogs are still. Reigning national champions. Anyways, had you to better throw hold that on in there. That while you can. No, dude, you got to remind yourself. Oh, Kirby day got a payday, on. huh? Kirby got a big bag, a little ten-year contract. Not highest, a saving bag. But... No, no, highest-paid college football coach in. He's not paid more than Saban. Yes, he is. I, I promise you, as soon as he signed that, Nick Saban went oh, to his... Oh, they're, they're working on the contract. You're only the <laughs> highest paid man in the nation. For a temporary. For a temporary <laughs> moment until somebody else renegotiates. Well, so, go Kirby. You hold on to Kirby. that for yeah, what dude, it's worth. Dude, I'm very excited. But uh, Greenville Triumph doing great. Top of the table currently for the USL League One. Uh, I talked about me and Andy went to Tormenta for the Statesboro... Or to Statesboro for the Tormenta game a couple weeks ago. Zach, wild game. A little 5-5 draw on the road. Triumph for up 4, or sorry, 5-2 at halftime. And uh, Tormenta comes back, three scores three goals in the second half. First off, the Tormenta situation, I'm very happy for those fans that they're going to get out of that stadium and into their own real stadium soon. Because that was miserable. It was like, dude, it was worse than watching like a rec league game like where we play no it was so bad very rough out there for the tormenta fans i felt bad for him. dude me and andy went to get some food at halftime because we were hungry there was a snow cone place over there like there that was it just like a snow cone thing and that was it we <laughs> went for the concession stand concessions had sprite coke diet coke water snack wise popcorn skittles and barbecue chips I do like popcorn and, and that barbecue was it. chips. That though. was it. Not saying that I wasn't I met happy. A, I met a girl yesterday who just started working at a, one of my favorite bars. She is a part of the Wicked Weed set up for the Triumph. Hey, shout so, out. So uh, she serves at the uh, games, and I was like, wow. Very cool. Cool. I, um, I actually do know a lot about the professional soccer team downtown, I'm mind very, you. <laughs> you, probably, you probably blew her mind that you she, knew that She stuff. like She was, like, reserved and, like, talking about it. She was like, yeah, I... There's a soccer team downtown professional that like I help out with. And I was like, oh, the Wicked Weed for the Greenville Triumph. I was like, <laughs> season ticket holder. <laughs> Pulled out the credentials on her. I was like, here's my scarf. It's 100 degrees outside. But uh, <laughs> it, it was on. definitely like, oh, she was like, this guy likes the football. Likes the football. Football. Yes. Uh, then uh, this past Saturday, the Union uh, Omaha, Union Omaha came down to Greenville for the uh, – and not, you know, I think that's the second game of the season we played. It is the second game we won at Union once this year. So they came down, and uh, it was a draw. One of the most boring, me and Andy were talking, most boring games of soccer I've ever watched. So you mean just a normal game of Literally soccer? Literally a normal game of soccer, but Zach, like, when I say nobody was good, 
<laughs> like we somebody would kick the ball or back and forth between each their themselves and then like they would just kick it to the other team and then the other team would kick it between themselves and then it would kick it right back to them. It was very simplistic. It was like, hey man, I'm gonna hold the ball. A little game here. Of you take the ball. Keep away. It'll keep away. It'll give up. Whatever you want to call it. It was good though. You know the triumph. Didn't lose a point. They you know, got the point. Road point. Uh, currently in the standings, triumph. Like I said, top of the table. Um, Richmond kickers second behind them, but on a two-game losing streak currently. So, Richmond not a uh, not sitting too happy What's right now. What's the point total right there between point one and two? Point total for us thirty-two. Uh, number two is twenty-five oh, points. Wow. So, but the Triumph have played a lot more games oh, than no. a lot of other teams, I do believe. Uh, but that being said, we are sitting really good, man. And the Triumph here of late, uh. Really, since probably like mid June, have gotten to the point where they've been like healthy. Um, we're able to walk. Like Frankie got to, uh, Noah Frank got out there and played a little bit this past Saturday, which was good to see. And like that was the last guy to be like, okay, he's the last injury we need to get back to say we're healthy. And like we've had a few people dinged up the past week or two, but like we're filling them in. Like Abara is able to pop in there when like Allen needs some time out, and at dude. Alan Gavilanes, best player on the Greenville Triumph, hands down can't be argued. I don't care who you are. The kid has a knack for just being in the right positions, for doing the right thing. Absolutely love him. Don Smart has been awesome. Jacob Labovitz finally finding the goal. Golden boot leader right now. Ten goals. He's looking good. But he's not better than Alan. But he's not better than Alan. He has 10 goals, but he's not better than Allen. Also, funny note for Jacob. 10 goals, 9 on the road. Only one home goal this year. <laughs> Those random stats. Just set him at home, dude. Just, just save him for dude, the road. He's tired of it. He doesn't like playing. Currently, your top six in the USL League. One, Greenville Triumph. One, two, Richmond Kickers. Number three, the Tormenta FC of South Georgia. Central Valley in fourth. And then Ford Madison and... Uh, Charlotte Independence rounding out five and six. Therefore, Union and Chattanooga sitting on the outside looking. But I do believe Chattanooga's coach just got suspended by the league for something. Um, so to get two two yellows, I don't know. I don't really know. I can't remember exactly <laughs> what the story was. A bad name, but dude, the problem here, well, and you know, I do feel like he's always a guy that's getting <laughs> he gets carded. He's been ejected from Greenville Triumph Char- Chatt- Chattanooga games. I remember him being ejected like at least twice in our game. <laughs> so it's not, it's not that serious, bro. You know, well, it's serious, but at the same time, keep your composure. You're a soccer sir. manager. You're, you're, you, you do you nothing. Gotta, you got to keep your composure. Keep your composure. All right, Zach. Well, USL League One, the Triumph. Uh, you know, we are going to be. Uh, getting towards the back end of the season, I guess you'd say really just sort of, yeah, there's, there's still a lot of season left, so we're going to be playing into the, to the, to the winter, but at the same time, July 30th next game. Yeah. July 30th next Saturday road game or home game against Tormenta FC. Hopefully we don't give up five. Hopefully we score five. Do want to note before we get out of here with me and Andy going to the Tormenta game. We got some inside scoops on something that happened that nobody knows about. Are you talking Nobody's about? talking about it. <laughs> I'm talking about Evan Lee literally aggressively, verbally assaulting a man after we scored the third goal against them on the road. 
I think there was maybe a little beef from when the Tormenta beat us at home 2-0, and they were talking some smack, and so Evan went up to this man and let him know immediately. We're up 3-0. Don't this you ever talk your smack. No, another player, a Tormenta oh, player. Oh, totally so fine. It was totally quite fine. humorous, uh, but yeah, me and Andy, very taken aback by the aggressiveness of Evan Lee all of a sudden. That's what you want. You don't want it followed up by giving up three straight goals, mm. but... But it did. <laughs> Evan was very stressed about that situation. Evan, by the end of the game, was just praying we did not lose because he had tried to cash a check he could not. You know. Or he wrote a check he couldn't cash. There it is. Almost had it the first time. <laughs> All right, no Zach. one uses checks anymore. Nobody, I don't think I can write a check. Have you I ever stand, had a check? I've never written a check. I'd stand by I can't write a check. I had a dummy check, a check for when I started my account just for the routing and account, account numbers. I did that too, yeah. I had that. and then I've lost that check, and I have no idea how to get my routing account <laughs> <laughs> Well, those aren't needed, right? If you find it, don't use it. <laughs> All right, Zach. Rest of sports. Um, NBA. Miles Bridges. Come on, man. Miles Bridges. Very tough spot. Tough when it situation. rains, it pours for Hornets fans. But uh, regardless of the Miles Bridges situation, um, they're in the, the cahoots for Donovan Mitchell. Uh, they're, they were in the cahoots for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. Nothing's happening. Surprise, surprise. We're probably going to re-sign Kimball Walker. We hired our old coach that we fired. Don't see that happening very much in professional sports. But um, Steve Clifford, come on back now, you hear? That's oh. a, he took us from the Bobcats to the Hornets. and He's going to take the Hornets back to the Bobcats. Is the plan. Please don't. Please, God, no. Um, Rudy Gobert to the Timberwolves, but the Timberwolves didn't get rid of Carl Anthony. Well, he Towns. wants to play the four anyway. So we're gonna play the Twin Towers. You know, two towers down there, a little couple double big with a little Anthony Edwards up top. We'll see how it works. Nobody understands it. It doesn't. Rudy really Gobert make sense. got like what four? It was either four or six first round picks for Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I think it was four, four, Yeah, I think it was six. And then Kevin Durant's uh, available. Kevin Durant's available. Linked to Boston potentially. There's been rumors of Miami. There's rumors of this and that. Although the Nets don't have to do anything with Kevin Durant because he is signed on for yeah, but he's just not going to play. Yeah, he won't play. It's such a weird situation with that stuff. But then there's Kyrie. I do believe Kyrie is staying in the, with the Nets. Well, he re-signed his player option, which why would you not? It was like thirty-five million dollars. And then he was connected to the Lakers. I mean, I still see them forcing something. I mean, there's still a lot to be done in the NBA. A lot of pieces to fall. Um. Really too early to speculate about anything there. Uh, you wanted to talk about college football already, and I haven't paid attention to that at all. Oh. Well, what are you looking up Atlanta Hawks for? Oh, yeah. They're a hot story to... you were looking for. It. They've been shopping John Collins all year. Shopping John Collins. And then uh, Trey they Young. Signed, the oh, they signed, uh, who did they sign from uh, the Spurs? Oh, DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray. Sure? You get DeJounte Murray. I'm a little excited about that. We'll see what happens there. Mr. Almost um, Triple Double. Almost Triple Double. The Warriors, Zach, are the NBA champions. Beat the, beat the Celtics in six. It's been a little while. I can't really remember now. Six. Yeah, beat the Celtics in six. I think, really, honestly, the bigger story of all of it. Jason Tatum, very quiet during the finals. And run. they're shopping Jalen Brown. They're shopping the Jalen Brown. The guy who, 40 burgers. I mean, Jalen Brown literally was the team during the finals. It was strange, and they're shopping him. 
So we'll see what happens there. But yeah, congratulations to the Warriors. Clay Thompson's been on a grind of just posting some hilarious social media things. Um, losing hats in the boat, all sorts of stuff. I've like, done that before. We circled back and got it, though. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. That's a dedication. It was a cool hat. It's a good hat. That's that's uh. well. Also, he's Clay. He's like, I can probably just go get a new hat anytime. So, yeah. um, yeah, the Braves have been looking good lately. I think Braves second in the NL East. At They're this half time. a game back. Half, half a game, game back. back. They're like fifty-seven and thirty-eight or something like that. Don't quote me. Let's see, Zach. See how uh, close I was. See how close I was. Got fifty-eight and thirty-nine. Okay. Pretty close, right? Hey, I man. Did, I mean, pretty much it. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, Braves looking good. Uh, did have to put Duvall on a IR. He's going to be out for, I think he's probably like a week or two weeks, a little wrist injury or something. But, you know, same time. We're still not even halfway through the season. So, baseball, you know, lots of games to play. Uh, but, yeah, Zach, I wanted to talk a little college football. Because college football is in a weird transition point right now. So you said you're not up to date on what's been well, going on. I, I know, know that all the proposed changes are supposed to take effect 23-24 at the so, earliest. So, yes, there is uh It's just the same stuff we've been speculating for five years now. Super conferences, they're coming, but now there's more realness so, to it. And there's realness to it. So USC, UCLA are in the Big Ten at this point. Texas, Oklahoma... This year? Not not this year, but that, 2024. Uh, Oklahoma... And Texas are coming to the SEC. So both conferences are going to be stopped. You know, SEC has said they're stopping there. They're not adding anymore. But really, Except for Clemson. But see, that's what really comes <laughs> down to it at this point, Zach. So right now, we are at the precipice of either college football hitting complete breaks on everything going because Notre Dame says, you know, guys, we still have two years something, two, three years on our TV contract with NBC, and that's just a pretty little spot we're sitting in. We're not going anywhere. They're just going to push it down. Push it, you know, we'll move it on. Move it on down. We'll, we'll hold off on deciding right now. If they do that, then we're just looking at a push of everything. We'll figure out in a few years, see what it looks like 2024. Now, if Notre Dame decides that they don't want to join either SEC or Big Ten, which I assume would be Big Ten if they joined one of those conferences, then you're looking at the, the They're not joining Notre the Dame going to the ACC, joining the ACC, and at that point, the ACC would stay together. Clemson's in there. Everybody's in there. You got another conference. And I think that's probably pretty much the end of the change of college football, other than like maybe the Pac-12, Big 12 being melded into a bit of a one thing. But then the other option would be if Notre Dame decides in the next few months before college football starts, because I assume they won't do it during the college football season, uh, then you are sitting here looking at a potential of Notre Dame going, okay, we're going to join the Big Ten. And that's where the dominoes start falling, because at that point, the Notre Dame joins the Big Ten. The ACC is done. The ACC is going to be looking at Clemson going, we're out. Miami's going to be going, we're out. We're going to be trying to get out. They're going to want to get out. They're going to want to go to the SEC. They're going to want to go to the Big Ten because there's going to be such mass contracts for the TV there. And the TV contract for the ACC, when you're out there rocking, nobody in Clemson and Miami. And Miami's and not, not even that good. That's the thing. It's not going to be pretty. It's those, Clemson those and TV, a bunch of schools t- that are yeah. trying. And, so, and people are very concerned as far as like talking about 
basketball wise, what are you going to do? Because like you don't the North Carolina Duke game. I'm like North Carolina Duke can be in different conferences and play that game twice a you year get every year. Yeah. Exactly. And I think too, I was listening to something and uh, it would potentially be more beneficial. If they're going to do this, if they go to four 16-team conferences, four big conferences, now you don't need the NCAA involved at all because you've already, like, sort of pulled them out of the college football aspect. But then, like, NCAA basketball tournament. You really, it's just like NCAA gets part of the money when they're not really doing a ton of work. So... If they do the four conferences, 16 teams, you could be looking at the potential of them saying, NCAA, you're even, we're done with your basketball tournament. We're going to make our own basketball tournament. It could always just be an invitational. Exactly. I mean, you could invite schools. So, I mean, I don't know how all of it works. It really just seems like slapping your name on something and charging people money to watch it. And with the Notre Dame thing, I don't know. They have no incentive to join a conference. They haven't yet. They already have their games on a, platform they have a deal with nbc it's just it's literally going to be you have to subscribe to nbc to watch Notre name games that's what's going to happen and then that's going to start a snowball effect in other teams sec network you're probably going to have to start paying for to watch sec games it's it's going to be pay to pay to watch pay to play for everything i mean i don't care i'm gonna go to clemson games put me in the middle of sec i don't care kentucky ain't gonna beat clemson south carolina ain't gonna beat clemson we already play Georgia every year. We play well, we play like three to four SEC teams every year already. Why not? Let's just keep it rolling. Well, and so with the OC, and I think you're right, with Notre Dame having that NBC contract right now, they're not doing anything now. But the question is, when that contract is up, is Notre Dame really going to say, okay, we can re-sign for probably what is more of a beneficial contract in your eyes because it's built between just you and NBC? But in reality, will be minuscule to the amount of money they can make if they join the Big Ten and get a contract with them. Are you sure? Yes, I, I mean, that, I don't know the, the numbers. T, the, I, I can't tell you exact numbers, but the TV contracts that the SEC and Big Ten are looking to, but and it's this split is why, the and this is why the UC, USC and UCLA got left the bat Pac-12 into the Big Ten because they saw that opportunity to go get those contract TV contracts. But even if it's going to potentially hurt. But it's their not Notre Dame. Programs. Notre Dame is among five schools in the country. Not, Notre Dame may have like the biggest fan base, if not for like they have to be in top 5 biggest national fan base. There's the there's a reason they can survive without being in a conference. It's because they have the religion thing on their side and they have Fans all over the country for some reason. They have Irish people and Catholics all over the country that support the school blindly. And they have no connection to South Bend, Indiana. So it's like Notre Dame is the wild card. They're like, the wild card. They are the wild I, card. <laughs> I think they're pushing it. I do think they will join. I think they'll join the Big Ten. And then I think you'll see in probably 2025. I mean, it makes sense. looking at different like two super conferences. But cool. And, you know, personally, like, I, like you said, it, we're Clemson, we're Georgia. It really ain't affecting us that much. If you're a South Carolina fan, all the South Carolina, all the Gamecock fans listening, it ain't affecting you that much, man. Like, you're in the SEC. Vanderbilt fans can literally breathe a sigh of relief because you're already here and some reason we're not going to kick you out. 
They should Lucky. really should do a whole swap a room. <laughs> like that's Clemson for Vanderbilt. Right, that's the thing is we're going to keep Vandy in, but then we're going to be like, well, we'll bring more people in. But Vandy's like, hey, guys, we get to just hang out. We will take that move. They're looking. Vandy kids are over there looking at the Duke kids and the North Carolina kids. And they're like, hey, guys. Well, Vanderbilt does. on the other side they, of the line. They do meet the ACC academic standards. I could see a little swap coming, but they're not going to leave it for the money. Nope. No, they won't. And I do see Clemson making the shift at some point. I mean, there is like I a, think Clemson. There's I some think, ingrained connection. Like Clemson fans, we are ACC people. We are we support the ACC. Well, like, and then one other thing to note for this: when you're looking at p- what potential schools go to what potential conferences, another thing to note for it is where are your current conferences existing schools? Because but that doesn't matter. No, Oklahoma's so, nowhere so, near the South. So it's so Oklahoma, Oklahoma is a fair point. So Texas, Texas coming to the SEC but provides A&M's you. Already there. So exactly, Texas coming to the SEC provides you a name. Not exactly the best name because I don't think Texas is in the greatest spot. But they're but, like Notre Dame. It's an exactly. They have a stupid whereas, fan base. Whereas you bring Oklahoma in, Zach, and the only reason I think the SEC really was down to bring Oklahoma in is because I don't think it. I personally don't think they are legitimate contender for the sec um but it's because we have no existing schools in the state of oklahoma to pull tv tv numbers from and so that's why i say the two north carolina schools duke or not duke north carolina and uh, nc state those are the two where it's like i could see both of them getting split between the big 10 and sec because then each of those conferences now have a foothold for tv viewership in North Carolina. Clemson could easily get talked into the Big Ten, and this is crazy. Like They're probably not going to, but the Big Ten could come to them and be like, hey, we're going to give you more of a TV, better, like more of a deal than the SEC would because the SEC already has South Carolina. They already have a footprint in the TV numbers for South Carolina. Big Ten does not. So that's something that a lot of people do need to think about when you're thinking about college realignment and where your conferences or conference college could go to what conference it could a lot of times lay to do we have a foothold in the tv viewership numbers for that man this not? takes some of the fanhood out of it dude there you go that's i mean that's what people are complaining it about. makes the me fanhood it makes me comes- not want to watch and not care i mean i i'm still going to the games i bought my tickets i mean honestly i don't enjoy going to the games as much as i used to but uh <laughs> it's uh it's just wow and see this is why i want to talk college football because college football is definitely at a point where it's not it's not going to be the same thing in a few years the it's older going i to get look very different yeah, the older i get years. i mean i guess it was never innocent because all of this was going on the whole time under table. your eyes are just open to it and it's just like wow this is we used to you know the argument for college football used to be like they're doing it because they love the sport and stuff well the pageantry no, they were doing it to get to the next level to make money but um, the wow. coaches are doing it for the money they're getting. It's a uh, it's a lot to think about. Yeah, it it puts it, it definitely. I'm with you. It definitely puts a little different perspective on college football. That being said, once September 9th rolls around and they kick that football off, I'm gonna sit my ass down on the couch and love every second of it. Oh, go yeah. dogs! Oh yeah, we're watching. Go ta- <laughs> go tigers! Go tigers! <laughs>